What is up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the danger zone. Dude, okay. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's gonna be a great episode, Jacob. You want to introduce what our topic is today, real quick, and but then we'll first. get we'll get to the introduction of people after we introduce the topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So today we're gonna be asking a big question. That's gonna kind of what we're gonna be explaining this whole podcast. Um, that question would be: Are the wicked winning? So I'm gonna hand it over to Ben. You can do the little who is all here, and then we'll we'll dive right into it. Yeah. So we have Hunter back. That's all the introduction you're getting. Um, Hunter, Hunter, you're back. He's, he hasn't been here for a while. We've all missed his beautiful face sitting over there. What's been up with your life, Hunter? <laughs> um, a recap. How long of a recap do you want? Just like, to like short, just short, short, 10 brief. seconds. Been at the gym, been working. That's about it. Solid. Sweet. Eli's back. Hello. Again, you guys get to hear him again. You guys are going to be hearing a little less of Caleb because of Caleb's... Being a bum, you know, we'll leave it there. Um, I, feel like, I feel like Eli's a new Am official I? co-host now. Oh, wow. Oh. Official? Yeah. I feel like that was just said on, on the said podcast. That's yeah. like on, on air. It's, it's on said recording. on air. I took I'm a, it's official. Take I took it to the liberty bank. Wow. To make you official. Thank you. But I'm it's honored. my show. I'm honored. Uh, too bad. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Maybe Caleb will come back for an episode or I two. I hope he does. I hope he does. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, we're talking about are the wicked winning and going further into that, we're going to start off by like kind of describing what wicked means. Um, I looked up the definition of like the word wicked and it came up with evil or morally wrong and like the little sub description, you know, like where it like, you know, explains it further. It says um, a wicked and uns, uns, okay, I can't say that word. A wicked politician. Yeah, it says a wicked politician. Well, I, thought, I thought it was interesting they used a politician as the word wicked, like with the word wicked. Well, they, they put it, I think they're just putting that <laughs> sentence because a lot of times you look at politicians and they, they come out with this front, but in reality they have their own separate agenda. It's not all the time, but sometimes where they're going to undercut everybody to get what they want. Yeah. Um, and then I, I kind of did some research and the Bible talks about these kind of like five main traits of a person, you know, a wicked person, quote unquote, wicked person. Um, they're, they're proud, they're foul mouthed, they're greedy, they're violent, and they're, they're godless. Uh, we're going to dive a little further into those in a second. Um, if you guys want to do more research on this, go to Psalms 10. That's where I use most of my uh, sourcing from. Um, do you guys have anything to say, by the way, Eli and Hunter, you guys have been like, kind of quiet at the beginning of this. I know Jacob and I have been talking the whole time, but we yeah, want to we, hear we, some we, diversity uh, in the voices. All right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so the main questions are the wicked winning right now. It's such a loaded question, but that's how we're going to break it down. To me, though, I feel like they are. But hear me out. The only reason they are is because us as people rely so much on getting our information and everything from this thing that we call the media. Mm-hmm. And the media is so driven by, like, Satan. Like, honestly, we look at it and constantly, I think we've probably talked about this before, but... Yeah, we talked about it in the Social Dilemma podcast with Eli. Yeah, that's that right. Was, was that, that Eli's was first episode? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Oh. 
And you guys should go back and listen to that one. That's a really good episode. The media mm-hmm. drives so much of our beliefs and the way we act about things and think on things. So, yes, because of how much our culture and generation is using the media apps such as Instagram or just news networks and how much we're listening to them. So, yes. Yeah. Um, to go off that, when you're talking about the social media, I think that, just so you guys know, next topic is going to be about spiritual warfare and there's definitely a spiritual warfare going on um with concerning social media but i'd like to disagree i say from a worldly perspective yeah the wicked are winning but i think as christians i don't think you i don't think you can view the wicked as winning well to me the question is what does winning mean because i mean obviously there's always going to be wicked people and what what defines winning? Is there more good, more bad? Like why why are we winning? Why I are think they not it winning? I think it comes down to for me personally, I think it comes down to end times. We already know how it's going to end, right? So it could be perceived that the wicked are winning and that we're we're clear off, which we are. But it could be perceived as it, it's just going to keep going that way, and nothing's ever going to change. So you're saying well, because we know how it's going to end, the wicked. The wicked will never be winning because... Well, we all know it's going to get worse before it can get better. Right. It's going to get to the point where it's... I think the wicked will be winning, but right around the corner will be our victory and Jesus' return and that stuff. Yeah. I agree with Eli on that one. That that was a really good point because, you know, there is that chance of them winning, right? Like, as Revelation says... Well, quote-unquote winning. Yeah. Yeah. Winning in quotes. Anytime I say winning, just put it in quotes. But, (laughs) no, like... In Revelation, it talks about it getting worse before it gets better, right? I mean, it's not going to all be sunshines and rainbows for Christians and for the people that are living on this world. So I feel like Eli said around the corner, yes, of course we win, but it will get to that gray area. Right. And um, I just remembered this from another podcast we talked about with Micah Beckwith. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, he was talking about how, like, there's there's different points in time, so there's... He, I don't remember how he wrote it out. It was like, um, it starts off with strong men who make a good society, I think. Hard, or or strong hardworking men, strong men make a good... Make easy times. Make easy times. And then that creates lazy men, which like or weak men, whatever. And that creates hard times. And it's kind of like a big pattern. So when we say all this, we're not saying that we know that we're in the end times or anything like that. Oh, it yeah. could just be one of those patterns where it's like, you know, we got obviously our generation is very lazy I, I don't think there's anybody denying that and i just wanted to like you know clarify that we don't know like well we know okay no i don't want to say we don't know what we're talking about no we, one truly knows the end times until it's already happened then right. we don't know when jesus is coming back right we have things in the bible to look for um so we kind of we have when, we're, when we're in it, when we kind of know, yeah. like, if something pops up, we're like, oh, the Bible speaks on that, right? Right. But there's no, like, oh, I know when the end times are happening. It could be in our lifetime. It could be the next lifetime. It could be thousands and thousands of years from now. I don't think anyone truly knows that answer. You want to know something funny? So when I was a kid, I used to be scared of, like, Jesus coming back, like, the end times and, like, the rapture yeah. and stuff. Swear. So I used to guess what day was coming so he could never, like, come, like, when I guess the day. Because the Bible says nobody knows when the day Jesus is coming. So, so every like, day I woke up, I was like, tomorrow. oh, he's coming today. It's today. It's happening. So he can't come today because he's coming today. 
Uh, and dude. I would use that logic to kind of turns out comes to, what if comes you today because Ben's not <laughs> <laughs> no and like Jacob said you know the Bible talks about when this happens when this happens and then we can be like well, we're living that but we don't know like how long the distance is between something that happens in the Bible and then when the next thing happens because yeah, you know right. he's forever so something could pop up like today and we could be like oh my gosh that's the end times right but we don't know when the next thing's going to happen. Like it could be yeah. 200, 2000 years from now. And we just, you know, I I'd say based upon, I mean, if you look around, you can say we're in the end times, but you don't know the end of that time. Like when Jesus yeah, is coming that's back. A, yeah. That's a good point. It's a long duration of end time. Like yeah. it, well, it oh, could be a long so? duration could, of end time. We don't know. Though. I don't, yeah, it, it could, could be stretched be in out like a year. Right. It could know. be in a year. It could be stretched out. We it have no idea. Thousands, though. End times could be know. literally like a year and it could just all go bang, 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 like real fast. Or it right. could be this happens one year and then 40 years from now, another thing happens. And then 100 years from then, another thing happens. So we just never know, right? Yeah. One of the pastors at our campus, he was um, at one of our campuses, uh, he was talking about um, societal collapse. It's not talking about the end times, but we're gonna we're gonna try to get him on for another episode because it's really interesting stuff. But I I personally I don't think it's gonna happen for like years. I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying from my personal opinion because the way he was talking about societal collapse, he was talking about how America's not gonna collapse until like 2026 or something like that. I don't remember what he said. 25, yeah, 26. 26. There's a possibility of America just completely collapsing and like economically all that stuff. It doesn't mean Jesus is coming in 2026. I don't know when he's coming. I'm, just, But like personally for me, I think it's coming like after that. But again, so I have you no think idea. It's, you think it's soon? Like 2026? I mean, I'm not saying it's soon. I'm not saying it's far away though. Okay. So you think sense. it's closer than it is further? Um, the fact of the matter is none of us, none really of us know. None I'm just, I'm just sharing my personal. Yeah, none right. of us know. But yeah, we are going to try to get him on for an episode. I talk about societal collapse. I definitely really would say that we're starting to see the things that the Bible talks about come to fruition though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that comes in with like, is the wicked winning, right? Let's circle back. I'm yeah. Like, let's go back <laughs> to got, the topic. We were I talking was just about, about to hit this. Um, so as we see, like people nowadays, like, when the wicked are coming through and why we're thinking it's end times is because all these, you know, all these a wicked and uns, whatever that word is, politician. <laughs> you know, like, we all, all these things are happening with these wicked people and these big figures of, like, our government and our, like, things that are just ruining and, like, like he said, America collapsing, right? And that's where these wicked people are coming in and ruining these things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I completely agree. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back around <laughs> so we can just get back on topic. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I have these notes about a person being wicked. Like, what what does wicked mean? What is a wicked person? Um. Like I said earlier, it's somebody. Who, oh, I found out it's somebody who's proud, foul mouthed, greedy, violent, and godless. And I gave you guys all the topics, so I'm gonna let each one of you dive into one. Uh, I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna start off with the first one. I'll end with the fifth one. Um. So they're proud. Um, Psalms, what? Which also means prideful. I think prideful. Well, yeah, that's, they go hand That's also very interesting. Yeah. In today's culture, a lot of the word pride gets thrown around with, um, like gay pride. And I think that falls under the category as a Christian for, uh, somebody who's wicked. wicked. I mean, it's immoral and it's, 
the direct definition. So that's interesting. The thing, the thing with that is when they take that, it, the, the problem with pride is it all comes back to yourself. When we know as Christians, it's not about us. We're supposed to give all the glory back to God. And what you're talking about, that whole pride concept with um, gay rights and all that stuff, they're focusing all the attention on themselves. And we know, like, you're not supposed to live like that. So that's right. the first thing. Yeah. Um, Psalms, I'm going to read these verses I had noted down real quick. Um, Psalms 10.2 says, In arrogance, the wicked hotly pursue the poor. Um, 10.3 says, The wicked boast of desires of his soul. The wicked make a virtue of whatever they want to do. Whatever they want is defined as good for the simple reason that I want to do it. The reason this is wicked is that it's putting yourself in the place of God. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek God. That's Psalms 10.4. Um, 10.6 says, He says in his heart, I shall not be moved, meaning it's a it's a person who's set in stone on like you know what like not believing in God kind of thing. The, well, that's what I got from it at least from these verses, saying like this person is so against God that they're doing whatever they can to not be for or not be for Him. If that makes sense. Um, and then the wicked person tells himself that he's completely secure in his position. He feels that the future is with him. Um, throughout all generations, I shall not meet adversity. That's ten six, And then the position that I have adopted is completely secure. The wicked are always telling themselves that there is nothing to be worried or no, there is nothing to worry about. So do you want to sum that up? Like, well, I mean, like I said, I think, I think the the pride part of that person is, the not wanting to be moved, you know, they're, yeah. they're firm in their belief, but they don't have much belief. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Number two is foul mouth. Who wants to take on that one? I got you. Okay. Hunter. You, is that the, is it cause it's the shortest one? Oh, is that I, why you picked it? <laughs> oh no. If it's the shortest one. No, it's definitely not. It's, it definitely is. 3D is definitely yeah, shorter. It is. All right. I'll, I'll let, have, have this. I'll let Jacob do number five. Cause it's the longest one. Thanks. Um, Hunter, you do two, you do three, I'll do four. Okay. All right. All right. Foul mouth, the one greedy for gain curses. Psalms 10.3. His mouth is filled with cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue are mischief and iniquity. Iniquity. Iniquity, that's the word. Psalm 10.7. What's in his heart, what's in the heart comes out of the mouth and all kinds of cursing and lies. So that kind of goes back to our uh, our one episode about Excuse me about <laughs> about like you know language. It wasn't like yeah. a solid episode. I don't think. I think it was but like we, a we two part episode talked about. But it we talked about how whether language is you know against God or for God or whatnot. I think this kind of leans towards the situation of like you know, like it's pushing us kind of towards like maybe we shouldn't cuss. Yeah. Like that, but you know what? What I'd say question for you three is: Do you think in this verse it's talking about not cussing at all, or do you think it's talking about? Um, like not, it's okay to cuss. Like if I stub my toe, and you I, mean like casting hate on somebody? Kind yeah. Of thing. Okay. Which which verse out of the two? There's um, there's only uh, Psalms ten seven ten seven. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys have a hundred? Do you have opinion, Ben? I mean, I feel like this is just a circle back of our last, <laughs> you know, our language episode because I feel like we had touched up on that. So, well, here it says his mouth is filled with cursing, cursing and deceit and oppression. 
under his tongue are mischief and in iniquity. It doesn't say he's necessarily cussing. I think it just goes um, back to the meaning behind what you're saying, or like how you're right, like how how you're projecting it and who you're projecting it to, or yeah. right, whether you're projecting it at somebody words. or any, yeah, the emotions behind the word. That's a good way of summing it up. Yeah, I think I I agree with that. I don't I don't think if you stub your toe and go ah. Oh. Uh, man, <laughs> um, I, I don't think that's necessarily a sin, but if you're using your language to cuss somebody out out of anger or hatred, then I think that's definitely crossing the line. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Eli, you want to go over number three? Number three is greedy. So greedy, the person so. is very greedy if they're wicked. Right. So the greedy one for gain curses and renounces the Lord. That's Psalm ten three. He lurks that he may seize the poor. Psalm ten nine. This is how he is going to advance the purpose of his greed. So, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> pretty, pretty. Self a lot of these verses are also repeated because they kind of go hand in hand with a lot of different. Yeah. Right. Uh, cate- some categories. Yeah, we already here. talked about two. As Did well. I say that? Huh? What? What? I don't know. But I feel. Oh, like, oh, I feel you like, mean the verses yeah, already like talked? Verses, okay. Like we've already like touched up on some of them in like our previous episodes right, and right. stuff. So, yeah. I mean, um, like greedy and the whole money talk that we had that one time or whatever that all was about, you know, I feel like that kind of goes with it, you know, when you're the stocks one. Yeah. Chasing mm-hmm. it for, you know, your self gain and how you want to, well, I don't know how to make that make sense, but you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah. All right. You got number four. We didn't. Did we finish number three? Oh, we no, we didn't really talk about it. You didn't really talk about number three. Oh, you're I mean, trying to skip greed. Are you greedy enough to skip yeah, greed? No, I just wow. that's greedy. That doesn't even make sense. No, I'm I trying to get to my point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, you're greedy. greedy. <laughs> so you want to get to your <laughs> point. Get to your all right. You just proved it. Just proved it. Just proved it. Jacob, you're wicked. Well, then. How about you give us your opinion on what this means about greedy? Greedy? Since you're the greedy one in the room. All right. I mean, um, Going back to Psalms 10, 9, he says he lurks that he may seize for the poor. Greedy comes down to the fact, in my personal opinion, if you're willing to, let's take money for an example, right? If you could be doing well in life, but there could be someone who's really having struggle in your business, maybe it's a coworker, someone else, all right? And there's an option for easy money on the table, Right, but you're you're so greedy and you're so self-absorbed that you can't acknowledge that this person's having a really hard time right now. Maybe I'm just gonna give that one to them. But you take that money, not just of self-desire, but based upon the fact that, oh, I just I want that for myself, and then you begin to worship that. Yeah. So absolutely fair enough for you guys. Yeah. Eli, you wanna get off your phone and Sorry, I was looking at the notes. Um, All right, number four is... Oh, that's me again. Um, Number four is the person is violent. He lurks in ambush like a lion in his thicket. That's Psalm 10.9. Or it's part of Psalm 10.9. That's not the whole verse of Psalm 10.9. We saw that broken up in number two, number three, and number four. Um, You know, maybe you know somebody like this. Everything seems quiet and peaceful. Um, but suddenly this person, you know, springs up and, uh, you know, they're just, they're just mad. They're just rageful. Um, and you're kind of just like, you know, like what the heck, like where'd that come from? Like that, that made no sense. Um, 
I lost my point. Oh, oh okay, yeah. The wicked person is uh, vol- volatile. Uh, given a sudden outburst of rage, um, they're unpredictable, they're frightening, they're destructive. Um, like the lion, wicked... Like the lion, the wicked know that they have power and they always use it in a destructive way. I struggled on a couple words in that. But <laughs> it's, okay. Okay. it's okay. It's okay. Volatile. It's what happens when I try to like put big words in my Sound notes. Nice. <laughs> Rubber. Intelligent. It's my it own fault. Backfires on you. It's I okay. just wanted to be smart. I just wanted to... I was greedy with how smart I wanted to be. Yeah, it's okay. Know? It's yeah. okay. I guess I can forgive you this one time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, uh, I got the last point um, as we're trying to define wicked. And it, the are you gonna skip past violent again? I thought you were done. No, well, we have to talk about okay, it. You're talking about it. You just, dude. Oh talking. my gosh, gosh you this really, wanna get really to wants to get to godless. Hey, you know what we call that, right? Greedy. Greed. Okay. All right. You <laughs> know greed. what? Just go. Just go then. Talk. Hunter, do you have opinions on that? Um, I'm kind of saving my opinions for the end. <laughs> okay. Right, once, once, all right. Okay. Once we get to the end of this, I think it's all good right, we'll to list we'll out all the points. Yeah, we'll just move on to Jacob's yeah, point then. And then yeah. I got it since he's being so greedy. Sure. Okay. So, so my uh, last thing is the wicked are godless, right? Um, I'm going to give you one verse with the citation Psalms 10:4. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him, although his thoughts are there is no God. Um. So as Christians, we know that without God, like we are nothing. We have, we cannot control anything. It's beyond our control. Without God, the gifts that God has given us, that's the reason why we can do what we do at a high level. Without those gifts, without God, we're nothing. So as Christians, having that, being able to look on that, um, that's how our outlook should be, right? Um, if you, I don't know where the verse is, but it talks about, if you don't have Jesus in your heart, um, you open up your heart to other spirits, right? So if you don't have Jesus, that godliness um, protecting you, protecting your heart, filling up your heart, you're going to open up your heart and your mind to wicked spirits, right? So I think that's another big part. And then um, I had one more spot I was going to go with that, and now I lost it. Oh, oh. Got it. Wait. No, I don't. But yeah, I do. Oh, so like in church, you hear a lot about the quote unquote unforgivable sin. Um, and I'm not a serious theologian here, but basically the unforgivable sin is if you go throughout your life, okay, and you know the truth, you know who God is, you know that the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ, but you constantly deny that. There's nothing that Jesus can do to save you. At some point, you have to acknowledge the fact that this is what Jesus has given you. You got to take that gift. So the unforgivable sin is the fact that you want nothing to do with God, even though you know the truth and there's nothing that can happen if you're not willing to accept that gift. So by doing that, you're being ungodly. You're having like godlessness, right? Exactly. What we're talking about here and that is just a way for or a characteristic of a wicked person. Yeah. Um, there's this quote I found. I don't remember who it was from. So nice. I can't like, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't, I'm not going to directly quote it, but I'm kind of going to directly quote it. Okay. Or it says someone who is wicked can't convince himself that God is not real. Uh, they just want to ignore and defy him. Yep. So that kind of tied up your little present. 
of Spiel. stuff, you know? Yeah. Put a little bow on the top of it. <laughs> Gift wrapped it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. So, Hunter, you said you had some thoughts yeah. stored up in that little noggin of yours. Yeah, no, I actually wrote them down, so they're not stored oh, up. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He's taking notes. Exported his thoughts. <laughs> see, I wrote, see, many people have the idea of greed and pride. You know, with greed, there's pride, and with pride, there's greed. I feel like those kind of come hand, go hand in hand. Um, and I also wrote down that all of these, one through four, kind of just lead up to number five, right? Yeah. Like, number five is at the end for a reason, okay? If we don't have God and we're godless, then we're all one through four in some way, and we're all one through four, and we're all failing one through four no matter what. We're all greedy and prideless, and let me just scroll back up and read them all. Prideful. Prideful, (laughs) foul-mouthed, and violent. See, that's a really good way of putting it. You know, that's why it's at the end for a reason, because, you know, we're one thing, two things, three things, four things. But if we don't have that fifth thing, then we're all four of them, right? And um, there's a there's a question that you wrote on here. What can we do to impact the wicked? You know, honestly, the answer is number five. Stay true to what God is saying. Like Jacob said during number five, we are all wicked, wicked without God. So why be wicked when we could just have God, right? Why can't why are we just staying and being okay with wicked when we could have God? Like you said, just ignoring God. No, it's just just go to God and just not be wicked. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I think um, part of that question too, like how can we impact the wicked? I think it puts a lot of, a lot of, I wouldn't say pressure, but it kind of does because the churches are the people who have to go out to those people and kind of be that light to make them not want to ignore, ignore the God, ignore God. Sorry. Yes. Before we continue this conversation, I'm going to be very clear that you can struggle with some of these characteristics, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that doesn't define you as wicked. Yeah, that's we probably good, should have started with good that. Good point to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sitting here thinking, like, man, I kind of struggle like, with pride. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. So when I look at this, I don't want you guys to get the conception that if I struggle with one of these, that means I'm a wicked person. We're all wicked no, without yeah. Christ. None of us, we all fall short. None of us are righteous, but in Christ's blood, he washes us and we are now clean. So just because you struggle with one of these, like well, Hunter said, if you if you don't have God in your life, yes, you're wicked. If you do not have God in your life, yes, you're wicked because you, all these things will come, right? But if you have God in your life, you're not wicked. You're a son of Christ, right? Poe buddy's nerfed. Yeah. Facts, and that's why I feel like, <laughs> and that's why like I was saying like Poe I feel like perfect. number yeah. five is you know like the most. All right, Eli doesn't get in. Hey, wait, hold on. I'm gonna explain this real quick for you Eli. Like flip when I said letters. Poe buddy's perfect, it means I'm not even perfect enough to save nobody's perfect. Oh. <laughs> okay, Hunter. Sorry. Continue you're what you're saying. Well, I can and say I f- it. Nobody's perfect. Okay. Well, okay. you're not even. Perfect. Eli. It was a- see. I feel like that's why number five is so important because you know we read through all these and we're like reading and that's why i feel like the scripture is so important too because i mean look god wrote it for god had people write it for a reason right yeah. like he wrote it for us and i feel like that's why psalm 10 is wrote and written for this see it's at the end for a reason right yeah well there's all, there's an acronym somebody made like the bible stands for book of book of instructions um i'm blanking on the rest of it you know I what i'm talking know, about i have no clue oh what man about. I, this is gonna really irritate me um Continue what you're saying, Hunter. I'll come back with it because I got to look this up. See, yeah. If you, I lost <laughs> Sorry. It. I completely lost it. Uh, to go on that question, what we were talking about before I got on a 
sidetrack explaining um, how do we impact the wicked. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about to begin with. As Christians, I mean, God's, Jesus came to save the lost, right? Mm -hmm. And so whether we're in the end times, we're not in the end times, frankly, we don't know. And so just because we think we're at the end, we can't stop as Christians being like, oh, well, they're a lost cause, can't help them, right? We're still called to save the lost. Yeah. Um, sorry, I found I found the definite, or my, my acronym okay. I was looking for. Um, somebody said the Bible stands for, um, this isn't actually, that's not actually what it stands yeah. for. Well, I don't know, actually. I don't know what, if, if it's true <laughs> or not. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, it says, best instructions before leaving earth. Oh, smart. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It was kind of, you know, I kind of built that up a lot. I don't know where you were going with that, yeah. but okay. That <laughs> was be like uh, no, I was talking about how Hunter, Hunter was talking about how God wrote it for a reason. Oh, and I yeah. was like, you know, book of uh, 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 best instructions. <laughs> <laughs> best instructions before leaving earth. And, you know, God did write it for a reason. So bada boom, bada bang. That's good. Thanks. Yeah. So, um... Dude, that completely. I got it. I'm so sorry. I got it. That was a really big. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does this mean for Christians, right? Because we talk about how, you know, we can fail through one through four and still not be wicked because we have God, right? Like that's why the fifth is most important. So, what does this mean as a Christian? Because you know, it says, "Are the wicked are winning?" And like a Jacob said, we don't want to think that if we fail with one of those four, that we're not, or that we're wicked, right? We all, if you're listening to this or maybe if you're not if you're listening to this and you don't have god like you're listening to this for a reason and so that's why this is important and that's why having god is so important because we wouldn't be on here if we didn't have god right like we wouldn't be talking we'd probably be talking about some stuff that would be just so stupid like it wouldn't even be <laughs> worth it <laughs> well even if you are you do have god in your life and you're listening to this thank you for coming thank you for joining us yeah i no, just want to yeah. <laughs> no i'm not trying to say anything but as a Christian, to me, I feel like the only way that we can just come back and win, it's such a stupid, simple answer, but God, right? Like, he's the only way that we can win this war and win this battle. Like, we talked about at the beginning, like, it may get dark and gray, but if we stay true to our beliefs and to our thoughts, like, and to God, then we'll be able to win the battle, right? Like, I was talking to Jacob the other day, and you're still reading Job, right? Yeah. Like, look at what happened to him. He lost everything, everything. And you know what? He didn't fall away, right? He lost, literally in the first two chapters, I think it is, he loses his whole family, like all of his lot, like his animals and his servants. Like in the first, what is that? The first chapter, right? First uh, few chapters? Yeah, the first couple he loses... Yeah. The servants come and they're like, oh, your flock are dead. All your children are dead. It's and like, then someone's captured, right? Like, and you know what he didn't do? He didn't lose his faith in God, right? So I feel like if we can live like Job did, then, you know, the wicked can't win. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I didn't even mean to do this, but it's kind of leading into our next episode. Um, what can Christians do? Um, one of the biggest things is spiritual warfare. Well, in a way, like in a roundabout way. We'll yeah. sum it up more in the next episode. Please join us for that. It's going to be amazing. Um, but 
I don't remember where I was going with is that. Prayer. Yeah, prayer. Is prayer. Prayer is one of the biggest things that us as Christians, thank you. Prayer is one of the, another big thing that Christians can do because it's one of the best ways of us, you know, reaching to God, if that makes any sense. Oftentimes, we look at prayer as a last resort. When we look at in it reality, as, it should be the yeah. first thing we go to. A lot of the times we see it as something we just say before every meal, but it's something that connects us with God. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, it's literally the most important thing, like you said. I mean, when I will like go into my devotion time or when I'll go break down like a scripture or a word, I'll always pray first. I'll turn on some music, I'll turn on some Christian music, and I'll just sit there and I'll have a good prayer and I'll be like, God, show me what you need to show me. Have this text like come to me and show me what you want, right? And that opens my heart for whatever he has to say to me because, you know, if I was just sitting there reading it, I mean, and I didn't was I was just reading it like without being in that time and without like I feel like of course I'll get something out of it if I don't pray, but I feel right. like I attain so much more when I pray and get like that connection before I get into it. And then I'll always close with a prayer too, just because like it's kind of like taking pre workout before you work out. Yeah, ex- exactly. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. Which I will never not do. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, as we look at this question of the wicked winning, it's so easy for us Christians to say, yes, the wicked are winning and we lose hope, right? We lose hope in the fact that like God has already attained the victory. Okay. And we get, we get in that hopelessness mindset and then we, we lose focus on what we're here to do. We're here to save the lost, make disciples, right? Um, I mean, the great commission, whether we're in the end times or not, it really doesn't matter whether, by worldly standards, are the wicked winning or not? It really doesn't matter. We know who won the battle, right? And we, we need to remember that knock it in that hopeless, defeated mindset. Yeah. Wow. That was like an Optimus Prime Holy pep talk. <laughs> Autobots. Autobots. Roll out. Roll out. <laughs> the wicked will not win. We have God. We can win this war. Okay. <laughs> this is a call to all remaining Christians. <laughs> we will win. <laughs> That that was not how I <laughs> that was that together, but <laughs> that was good. All right, um, <laughs> that's a good way. I think that's a good thing to cap the episode on. <laughs> uh, please join us back for our next episode about spiritual warfare. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a zinger. We're gonna have fun with it. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you download, follow all the fun stuff. Uh, go check out our Instagram, Danger Zone Twenty Twenty Two. What? My chair just did that again, my bad. Oh, no, you're good. Um, Danger Zone 2022, go check it out. If you need help with anything or if you want some, you know, knowledge, just send us a prayer. message. We'll try to get some people. Yeah, prayer especially, yeah. We'll get some people to talk to you, pray for you, all the fun stuff. Um, our merch store is still on delay. Um, <laughs> no. I'm still working on that. <laughs> it's a lot more complicated than you guys think. The merch is really cool. I'm really <laughs> excited for it. But it's taking forever to get up. So we'll keep you guys posted about that. It's probably not going to be up by the, for the next episode either. But we'll work it's on it. It's coming soon. Hey, it's coming soon. Do you have all the designs for that? I do have all the designs. I'm oh, going to post man. them on the Instagram coming up this week, hopefully. I want to make one because I, I have some cool ideas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think this is a topic for... Uh, yeah, this yeah, is like yeah. a... We can talk about this after we're done recording. Me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. I'll give it back to Ben to close it. I got it. Just close it there. I'll close it. I'll close it. Is the framing right? Love you, boys. Oh, my.
<laughs> oh my god. <Why>? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Dude, people are gonna unsubscribe right. now. Bye, <laughs> bye. We're gonna let you go now before it gets worse. Thank you. And you've now left the danger zone.